Welcome back to another episode of We Lift Big, and if you are watching the YouTube video, you may have noticed that I am in a slightly different position. That is because I am trying out my other microphone, and I am messing around just with the camera angles. I, You might see me move around a little bit in this space, but uh, for the most part, I'm just finding the right angle that most resonates with you all and myself. Anyhow, welcome back. And today I want to share something with you that is very near and dear to my heart. Last week marked the three-year anniversary that I was diagnosed with uh, blood clots, with um, specifically uh, pulmonary embolisms which is blood clots in your lungs. And I want to talk about this today because it was a huge event in my life, one that transformed me in a lot of ways, um, transformed my perspectives, and it was just a really big deal. <laughs> um, and I did make videos on this earlier in my channel. If you dive back my channel a couple years, I made a health secret video called My Health Secret and a video called, I think it was called PEs. And that, um, I was talking about those things. I made those videos when I first was dealing with being diagnosed and so I would recommend if you want to hear my perspective on things from a couple of years back when it was actually happening those are really good videos to look for and also they have some links and important sources the PE video specifically has some links and resources that I'm actually also going to post on um, under this video in the comments below and in fact I think I'll link those videos in the comments below as well just so that if you want to see 23 year old me <laughs> you're more than welcome to do so and just um, compare the way that I perceive things now which is three years down the road versus when I was first going through all of that um, anyhow uh, I want people to leave this podcast being more informed about what causes blood clots, um, how to recognize symptoms especially, and what you can do to prevent clots, um, how to manage yourself and your energy levels um, when you're diagnosed. I'll tell you about the blood thinner that I was on and my um, reactions to that. And um, just, again, how this diagnosis transformed my overall perspectives on life. Um, and so, my story. So from the time I started noticing symptoms to the time I went to the ER, um, it was about a two to three day span. And the symptoms initially were some abdominal pain as well as some back pain and they weren't anything out of the ordinary. Um, I was driving down to LA with my ex, we were going to go visit his family and 
I just kind of noticed in the car I was starting to get this kind of like like I worked my abs too hard kind of a pain and a little bit in my back but again just I'm a fitness person I work out almost every day of my life like it's very natural for me to be extremely sore and so it didn't seem out of the ordinary to me it wasn't until about two or three days later that I wasn't I don't recall feeling the abdominal pain as much as I was feeling this pain in my um, try not to get too close to the mic <laughs> um, in the left side of my neck and shoulder and that pain was excruciating um, I there was one point where I actually started crying because it hurt so much and of course Bria brain was like oh my god I must have really tweaked something I should go see the chiropractor <laughs> And of course, looking back in retrospect, I'm like, oh my god, Bria, how did you not think that this was more weird than it was? But what happened, happened, and I perceived it the way I perceived it, and I'm thankful that I went to the ER for it, <laughs> ultimately. Um, so what happened, what ultimately led to me going to the ER was I had taken some aspirin because the pain had gotten so bad and I had to go teach a spin class. And I usually, I've always taken ibuprofen or Tylenol um, for uh, just any sort of pain related thing. And um, I think this might've been some medical grade aspirin um, that had been prescribed to my ex. And so we were a little nervous. But I was like, I'm in so much pain. If you think it will work, I'll do it. And so I get 45 minutes into my spin class and all of a sudden, um, I just remember getting incredibly nauseous and lightheaded, feeling like I was going to pass out and feeling this immense amount of chest pressure. And it wasn't it hadn't yet gotten to the point where it was like excruciating but it was just very bizarre like it felt like someone was taking my ribs and pressing them together and and moderately like i say i say these things and i feel like it sounded so se sounds severe i mean the symptoms were severe but i just i don't remember them being like oh this is excruciating like it just it just felt like someone was like holding me and stepping on my sternum just kind of stepping on me and just just standing there and it was just it was more bizarre than it was threatening to me or like oh shit i need to get this checked out so i ended up calling uh, my advice nurse through my insurance and they they kind of knew immediately that something wasn't right and so they said okay you need to go to the ER right now and I'm like really are you sure like I think I'm starting to feel a little bit better and they're like no you need to go and so I had my ex drive me and we were in the hospital for a few hours and they ran an EKG they did blood work they said hey, you know we don't think it's a heart attack but we do want to get a CAT scan of you because the doctor thinks it could be blood clots. 
and um, of course me and my ex are like oh yeah no they gotta check everything it's fine <laughs> sure and so they do the cat scan and we wait for a couple hours and at this point I was still feeling a little off but I was ultimately feeling I had started to feel a bit better which was reassuring to me at the time because I was like okay like it was just I'm allergic to aspirin I should never take aspirin again and then the doctor runs into the room and he says what birth control are you on and I say I'm, I'm on the NuvaRing and I'll talk a bit about the NuvaRing and birth control and hormones and all of that uh, a little later in the podcast but um, it is important to note that um, these clots could have been caused by the birth control I was on um, and I will dive into that more in a little bit um, so anyways doctor runs out his assistant comes back in and says you uh, have multiple blood clots in your left lung and whew, it was I think I just I think I immediately went into shock um, I just remember trying to stay so strong like just like my face was very like <laughs> um, I laugh about it now but um, I was trying I was trying to be so stoic in the moment of like okay I don't know what this means I don't know what this is um, they're telling me it's life-threatening um, okay oh shit <laughs> and uh, I just had these tears streaming down my face at this point and I'm just trying to keep this very serious face um, again I laugh about it now but it was this very it was terrifying um, and I still did it didn't fully kick in for a few days just what having that kind of diagnosis meant like all I really knew was okay there's blood clots in my lungs they're gonna give me this medicine called Eliquis if I think I am having a heart attack or stroke or I just have any new symptoms at all I need to go to the hospital immediately because I could die uh, Wow so I just graduated college guys <laughs> not now but when all of this was happening uh, happening I had just graduated college I had just gotten back from France uh, attending the Cannes Film Festival and then immediately like two weeks after getting back from all that I am diagnosed with blood clots and um, they put me on Eliquis uh, which is a blood thinner and I get sent home and I just remember feeling so like that's when the symptoms really started to show themselves everything everything was just hard to do or not that it was hard but it just required effort and I would easily fatigue it's one of the things the doctor had recommended was you know you really can't move that much at all you need to rest a lot but you have to be moving enough to not let your blood pool for an extended period of time <laughs> and so it was this kind of paradoxical like don't move but but also move like you need to move enough to keep your blood flowing so it doesn't pool anywhere 
and potentially cause more plot clots and so I'm like oh shit okay <laughs> um and so um every 45 minutes and I think I still have this little sheet somewhere but um me and my ex wrote this little sheet of uh, little exercises I would do and so I would set a timer for every 45 minutes and I'd be laying on the bed or just on my computer and every 45 minutes I would stand up do some little step jumping jacks do some arm circles <laughs> some leg swings and uh, then I would lay down again or sit down again and that that would wind me like that's that's the crazy part two to three days after getting sent home from the ER for the first time um, and getting used to the eloquence in my body my chest just starts to cramp up again I um, I'm taken by ambulance to the hospital again and that time I'm kept overnight because my uh, heart was uh, something in my heart was elevated that should not be elevated and um, the reason I mentioned this part of the story is just because it pertains a little bit to how my life perspective I'll call it was was shifting at this point like it there was the initial hit of like oh I have this potentially life-threatening diagnosis to oh this is real so that's kind of the summary of the beginning of my story and this is this is a whole I was on blood thinners for six months and during that time um, I had a couple more visits to the ER I was not good at taking it easy and um, but to kind of move on from all of that just so this podcast is not too long <laughs> um, I want to talk about what things the doctor ultimately concluded may have caused my blood clots. Uh, one of those being uh, the birth control that I was on. And I'm going to be posting links to my resources down below. Most birth controls are a mixture of estrogen and progesterone. For example, the NuvaRing, which uses both estrogen and progesterone um, to trick your body into thinking that it's pregnant. And then the birth control that I am actually currently on, called the Skyla, which is an IUD, is progesterone only. Ever since my diagnosis, I can never be on any sort of estrogen birth control again. Ever. It's just not safe for me because it's what is believed to have caused my clots in the first place. If you look into the uh, NuvaRing website, the link that I post, it talks about how um, again, birth control is designed to trick the body into thinking it's pregnant. So the, um, the downside of this, with the elevated estrogen that's in your body, you just have a higher chance of, um, of developing clots. And that's something that I think is extremely important for women to know. If you are on birth control, you may have a higher chance of getting blood clots. Obviously, I'm still on a birth control. Um, one that was safely recommended to me by my doctor and so I'm not saying that people shouldn't take birth control I think that it has very real value but I do think that people need to fully understand what the side effects are and just any medication that you take you need to know the side effects of what you are taking 
Um, because, I mean, I had no idea. I was just like, oh, okay, cool, birth control. Like, I won't get pregnant. <laughs> or, like, my period's regulated. Like, thank God. Um, and you just, you, it's not that you don't think it can't happen to you. It's just, you just need to know. Like, you need to know these things. The other thing that the, that the doctor think may have um, could have played a factor in me developing clots was, um, again, as I said, I had just gotten back from France and the flight from LA to Rome to France, which is the route that I took, it's easily 12, 16, I could have been on a plane for close to 24 hours in like a two day time span. And um, with that is a lot of sitting. And so if you are someone who flies a lot or is on a long flight, this is something that you should consider. So obviously you're sitting for hours and hours and hours. And I want to bring this into just in general. Like if you have a job where you are sitting for hours or you're a driver and you're sitting for hours or you fly and you're there for hours. Flying is a little bit different in that the, um, the gravity and the pressure is different than, um, than what I guess it would normally be in your daily life in the world and that does have an effect on how your blood pools and sits and so um, for myself when I fly now I have to wear compression socks. Um, I wear compression socks and I try to get up about every hour and if you um, again if you're someone who goes on long flights like this is something I recommend like get some sort of compression socks or sleeves or I mean, mainly socks and um, make sure that you're moving around if you're at a higher risk of uh, certain medical additions like I am now then uh, make sure that you have all the proper gear like I'll even I'll take aspirin with me when I fly and I'll take some uh, low dose aspirin in condition to the compression socks just because but just to kind of sum sum up everything that I've said so far um, know the side effects of your medication if you are to on birth control, know the side effects of your medication um, if you're going to take it. And when you're traveling long distances and you may be sitting for a long period of time, um, remember to take breaks and take precautions if needed, which is either compression socks, um, aspirin, just whatever. Um, talk to your doctor, talk to a healthcare professional, see what they recommend if you're nervous. And just a final note on um, on my symptoms. And so as I mentioned in the beginning of the video, um, it took me three days to ultimately go to the ER from the time that symptoms started taking place. If you are experiencing any sort of symptoms that are prolonged, do not ignore them. If you experience anything. I mean, for me, it was three days and these symptoms were not going away and they were fairly consistent. My ex convinced me that we should go and um, I just, I didn't want to be a burden. Like, I didn't want to be a burden. Like, ladies, <laughs> guys, whoever, like, if you have, pr 
prolonged symptoms, if you have chronic symptoms of something, get it addressed. Like it is not worth your life. It is not worth your life to just, okay, maybe if I wait a little bit longer, like these will go away. Like if I, if I had done that, I might not be here. Honestly, if I had pushed it off any longer, I might not be here. And that's scary. That scares me. I am so thankful I went when I did. I am so thankful that I went to the hospital when I did um, because it saved my life. And um, I'm just so incredibly grateful for the doctors who cared for me, my family, my ex, just incredible supportive people during that time um, because it was a honestly an incredibly stressful time for everyone not just myself and uh, my roommates at the time just thank you um everyone that was in my life at that time just thank you for your support and your love and your care and for being so on top of my health and well-being i am incredibly thankful for you all and i want to make sure you know that diving into perspective And so, I mean, I was never someone who was like, YOLO, like, (laughs) I'm invincible. Like, I I never really perceived myself as being this invincible person. I perceived myself as being an incredible person, (laughs) but not invincible. And, um... But at the same time, it's not that I didn't. Like, I just, I feel like when you're young, I mean, I was 23 at the time, it's like, it's like, oh, you're young, like, life is exciting, and life should always be exciting, but life is especially exciting. Um, Especially, again, having just graduated college. And then you, I just kind of realized, I, when I was first diagnosed, I had this moment of, oh, this might be it um well I guess I've had a pretty good life I mean I'm engaged I was engaged at the time um I finished college I got to act I've got to act in some films like I work a good job like okay like if if this had to be it my life's been pretty good and I I almost get emotional thinking about it right now it was a very real moment for me getting diagnosed with blood clots just again was the first time I really had to ask the question am I happy am I happy with everything I've done with my life so far is there anything that I still want to do that I've been too afraid to do. And um, if I want it to be something that happens in my life, I better get on it. With that being said, thank you so much for listening and for being with me all the way up to the end. If you've joined me all the way up to the end, just thank you for listening to my story and my three-year reflection. on my diagnosis. Again, I don't have blood clots now. We're safe. My heart's healthy. My lungs are healthy. 
and um, I'm healthy, but um, of course the effect that it's had on me is something that will be lifelong. And I wouldn't have it any other way because it, it encourages me to be brave and to be present and um, just always be thankful for everything in my life, including life itself and the ability to breathe. <laughs> Breathing is important. <laughs> and so, again, just thank you. I love you guys. And uh, we'll talk in a few days. Gotta answer some of your fitness questions now, don't I? <laughs> Have a good one.